0: back to another podcast from Codings Pro Magazine. As always, I'm your host Ben DuBose. Today I'm joined by Stephanie Chiswick, Editor-in-Chief of Codings Pro, and Rebecca Emanuelson, our new editor of Codings Pro. This is going to be a little bit different than our typical podcast in which really what we're going to do here is peel back the curtain and let you see a little bit of what we're doing behind the scenes and what we hope to do in the months and years ahead. Now that we have a new editor that we're very excited about. And really, that's the point of this episode. A lot of you listening are going to end up dealing with Rebecca in some capacity over the coming weeks and months. So I want to introduce her to our Codings Pro audience and hopefully address some questions that you may have about the magazine, its direction and what we're trying to do in the future. Again, it's myself, Stephanie and Rebecca. And I think a good place to start is by letting each of ourselves, just give a brief introduction. For those who don't know me, again, my name is Ben DuBose. I'm the news editor with AMP Publications. And generally what I do is focus on current events. I do things like lead this podcast series, of course, and really a lot of our news coverage across both Codings Pro and Materials Performance and some broader AMP initiatives as well to tie in what's going on out in the world these days with our publications, both print and online. Stephanie, since you've been here longer than me, I've been here since um, May of 2016, so I'm six plus years now. I just celebrated my sixth year. Stephanie's got a couple of years on me. So, Stephanie, I'll turn things over to you to um, explain what you are doing these days, what you're going to be doing now that we have Rebecca on board. And then finally, I'll get uh, Rebecca to explain her new role. Stephanie, let's start with you.
1: Yeah, thanks for having us and uh, congrats on your anniversary this year. Appreciate it. Um, so I am the editor-in-chief of Codings Pro, as you mentioned. I've been here, I think, nine years, but man, time flies. So um, let's let's call it nine years at that. Uh, what I do is basically anything that Codings Pro touches, I sort of have um, a hand in, not meaning that I run it necessarily, but that I help make sure it's it's heading in the right direction with the Codings Pro brand. So anything from the print publications to our online, presence um, make suggestions over on social media Uh, we have an upcoming conference this year so i'm certainly helping with the direction of that as far as the speakers and um, keynotes and anything along those lines i also during normal years at least do a bit of travel to the conferences and trade shows Um, we have booths or attend sessions and, and that kind of thing so That has been my role for the past nine years and looking forward to having Rebecca on board to kind of help with the print side of that. And I will hand the baton over
2: to Rebecca. Thank you, Stephanie. Um, Yeah, so uh, I've been at Codings Pro for about a month now. Um, I have nine years of experience in various publishing roles before this, um, including three years working on Concrete International Magazine. Um, uh, At Coding's Pro, I'm going to be uh, looking at the print issues, um, working on, you know, collecting stories for them, following leads, um, working with freelancers, editing all of the articles that come in, both copy editing and, you know, looking at things like structure for the articles. Um, I am also working on my first writing assignment, which will be uh, on the web. So I will do a little bit with the web, uh, but mostly I'll be focused on the print issues.
0: I think the main question that a lot of people on the outside might have is what's distinctive about the editor role relative to the editor-in-chief role? And Stephanie, this might be a better question for you since I know you sort of oversee all of us and how this works together for Codings Pro and the brand, but what is distinct about the editor role relative to what you're doing as editor-in-chief?
1: Yeah, so and I'll just start off by saying if anyone wants to reach out to any three of us they will that that should be sufficient if um, they're not sure who to reach out to so it's more of a an an interior consideration rather than exterior but um, Rebecca's role really will be to be focusing on the prints like she said so. Planning any of the print articles, the authors who are writing articles for us, gathering leads for the projects. We have our case histories that go in every issue. And so a lot of time has to go into gathering those projects. I'm sure a lot of our contractors out there know how much work it is just to just to get photos, let alone to fill out what we call a job at a glance and then do an interview. So Rebecca will really be the point person for all of that sort of lead generation author um, handling so to speak and then the the editing um, and project management of this of each of the print issues um, I, I will help her in that guiding her um, and also kind of giving feedback and, and assistance where I can um, you know I've certainly been in the industry now with these contractors for years and so I could help point Rebecca in the direction of of um, you know where to reach out to for a, a project idea for a tank or a roof or something along those lines so i'm certainly gonna, i'm not going anywhere i'm certainly gonna be helping out with all of that uh, my role will just be a little bit more forward reaching i think as opposed to the mm-hmm. project management side of things
0: What was it about Rebecca that really stood out during the search process, because I know we put our energy in trying to get the right candidate the right fit, you don't want to rush into it you want to make sure you get the right person. And what was it about Rebecca that really stood out as someone that you know hopefully can be a good fit for the magazine for the foreseeable future.
1: A couple things so. Like she mentioned, she already has experience in the industry, uh, so that was a huge bonus. And that wasn't, it wasn't necessary, but it was, you know, a major get. I think to have someone who already sort of talks to talk, uh, has heard of World of Concrete, which is always exciting. Um, she also has a lot of experience with editing and uh, copy editing, proof proofreading, those kinds of the skill set as well. And just in general, Rebecca's like a, she's a very enthusiastic person. So I think um, I really have faith and and still have faith, you know, she's doing a great job of hitting the ground running and we, we really need someone who's going to be able to take over the project management of these issues. They are, it's a lot of work. And so I uh, think that we found someone who is really going to be able to to take that project over and do a, an amazing job at it. So the, kind of those, those three main points, I would say.
0: Rebecca, I want to flip that same question to you, but a different way. Um, what is it about the Codings Pro opportunity that made this attractive to you? What was it that made this not just another job, because obviously people want to earn a paycheck, but mm-hmm. what do you see about Codings Pro that was uniquely attractive uh, to you with this role?
2: Yeah, um, I was really interested in Codings Pro from the project management aspect. Uh, I I was working as a copy editor for healthgrades.com just prior to taking this role, and I love copy editing. It's a great passion of mine, but I was really looking to move into a role where, you know, I'd have some direction over what was being published. Um, And I really, I loved that I had experience in the industry because working for Concrete International, you know, a lot of that is going to be able to, to apply to Coatings Pro in terms of coatings for concrete. Um, So there were a lot of things that appealed to me. Also, everyone in my interviews, everyone was so friendly. um, And that was really appealing too.
0: Yeah, well, we appreciate that for sure. (laughs) Um, Stephanie mentioned that you've been doing this for about a month now, and really you're sort of the point person for a lot of these projects, as you said, in these case studies that we go in the magazine. And so you're going to be interacting a lot with people who are hopefully listening to this podcast, our contractor base and others in the Codings industry. What are your initial impressions about how it's going? What stood out to you so far in this first month that uh, that you've been doing this and you've been getting to know people both uh, inside AMP and Codings Pro and also potentially out in the industry as well?
2: I think things are going really well so far. Um, The people I've met in AMP, everyone has been friendly, helpful, enthusiastic. Um, Everyone just says great things about AMP, and that's been great to hear. Um, And then the contractors I've been dealing with, um, they're very friendly. Uh, I just scheduled an interview with one person for tomorrow for uh, that article that I mentioned. I'm writing for the web. Everyone just seems like they're working hard and they wanna do their best and that's great.
0: Stephanie, in terms of where we go from here, It's a complicated onboarding process simply because what we do is so niche. And of course, that's how we provide a lot of value, or at least we want to provide a lot of value. If for some reason we're not, again, please reach out to us. We want to know how we can improve and what we can do better. But we're so niche in terms of our value proposition that this is not a job that someone can step in, even with a little bit of relevant experience, and then all of a sudden be up to speed within a couple of weeks. It takes much longer. So- Stephanie, what does sort of the future of this uh, process look like in terms of training Rebecca, how long that takes, and then what things look like when we're hopefully humming at full capacity a few months from now?
1: Yeah, I would say normally it would probably take about six months to get her completely up to speed, although Rebecca is, just like she said about everyone else on our team or that she's worked with, um, you know, seems like she's wants to do her best as well. So it goes both ways. So thanks for... such a hard worker rebecca it's already appreciated um so i would even say probably quicker than that the the goal is that at the you know end of the her training period that she will be the point person to to use a sports metaphor i guess ben (laughs) (laughs) sports ball Uh, (laughs) so the goal probably would be three to six months for her to be the point the, the point person for people to reach out to so she'll be able to make those connections with potential authors and contractors. Um, and and what we'll do is, you know, she and I will sit down for each issue and kind of go over all the leads and make sure that they fit within the overall scope of coding zero. So, um, you know, but like I said earlier too, you know, Ben, you and I are not going anywhere either. So if, if anyone has a relationship with us already and they want to reach out to us first, that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. eventually everyone will get to know Rebecca too and, um, and come to trust her as, as much as, As I already do. So I think it'll be a great experience.
0: Yeah, I hope so. And all indications so far are very positive. You mentioned getting to know. I want to transition as we wind down this podcast to, again, peeling back the curtain even more, not just on the role and what Rebecca brings to the magazine, but also Rebecca as a person, because this is a very person to person industry. We get comfortable with one another. And of course, that goes hand in hand with the trust that it takes for us to fulfill our mission to you. So it is fun, I I feel like, to sort of introduce ourselves, even though, of course, a podcast, it's not nearly as uh, face-to-face as if we were doing this at annual conference in March or some other event throughout the year, World of Concrete, so on and so forth. But at least in a digital capacity, as we wind down, I want to give our audience a chance to get to know us a little bit better. So I think a good way to do that would be letting each of the three of us sort of, Tell a fun fact about ourselves. It can be something that, uh, that you're doing, something that you're watching, just something about you as a person that they might not know from simply reading Codings Pro Magazine or going to CodingsProMag.org uh, or .com, excuse me, and mm-hmm. reading one of our uh, case studies. So. Apologies, I always go back and forth between amp.org and Codings for mag.com. So I uh, occasionally muffle those, thankfully recognized it on the fly. Uh, but as for me, I'll start with that. Uh, for anyone who does not know, I'm clearly a podcast person. That's part of why I lead our podcast initiatives within AMP. I also have my own uh, Houston Rockets podcast. Uh, it's called The Logger Line, which is sponsored by uh, Carbock Brewing. It's a partner of the team here in Houston, but it's something I do because I'm obsessed with sports Sports. wouldn't want to do it full time because even though I enjoy watching sports and obviously have a media background uh don't want to live out of a suitcase don't want to work nights and weekends all that kind of stuff but I do um enjoy chronicling the teams here in Houston which is where I'm based oh by the way we should also let each of you uh explain where you're based out of me I'm in Houston do go into the AMP headquarters here from time to time but yeah part of being in Houston I love the Astros love the Rockets love the Texans and so I use my uh personal podcast to talk about that a little bit. And actually last week just had an interview with uh, Bruce Pearl, the head basketball coach at Auburn, who told me about his uh, experience with Jabari Smith Jr., who was the top draft pick of the Rockets last month. So that's sort of my fun uh, side hobby, chronicling uh, the sports teams. Well, I certainly watch them no matter what, because I'm a huge sports fan. But also as we've gotten more into digital media and podcasts, I get to do a little bit of that for uh, fun on the side as well. So that's sort of my side hobby, if you will. Uh, Stephanie, for those who don't know, is based in Baltimore. What's something that people might not know about you that you're comfortable uh, disclosing on our podcast?
1: Oh, uh, The first thing that comes to mind is that I picked up tap dancing again. So um, I used to tap as a child from like, I don't know, 10 to 18. And then uh, when I moved back to Baltimore, I guess ten years ago now, um, I kept thinking about it, doing it again, but I never did anything about it. And then this past year, I just spit the bullet, and I'm I was taking lessons again with the the instructor who I had as a kid. She's still teaching, so um, every week I would drive down to Annapolis and take tap dance lessons with my my childhood dance instructor which is just too fun it's kind of yeah it's really exciting so i mean we're on summer hiatus right now but that's the person (laughs) that comes to mind is my my twinkle toes
0: that's awesome yeah Um, rebecca same question to you and start with where you're based because even though we're all virtual these days that's something that amp has especially transitioned to in the aftermath of the pandemic it certainly changed uh, lifestyles for a lot of us that have more desk-oriented jobs, but um, I still think knowing where each of us are from and time zones can help. So, Rebecca, start with where you're from, and then tell us, you know, something about yourself—a hobby, an interest, something that Rebecca, the person, not Rebecca the editor, would be doing.
2: Sure. Um, I'm based out of the Detroit, Michigan area. Um, I live in the suburbs of Detroit. Um, I. Recently graduated with my master of fine arts degree in writing from Pacific University. I got that in January of this year. Um, I studied fiction writing while I was in the, the two year program, and um, my thesis was part of a fantasy novel I've been writing uh, that I'm still working on. Um, so yeah, I, I edit by day and I, I write my fantasy novel by night.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, that. That's sort of how I am with sports, which is, uh, of course, very different. But I think it there is something to be said for if you have a passion, like clearly we do with these various forms of media, for, for finding some non-work outlet to sort of fulfill you as well. And I think that can be a very healthy balance in a way that it, it's in many ways it helps your work product as well because you're sharpening some of the same skills that you use in your uh nine to five job if you will and so i really enjoy that answer as we wind down um stephanie you're the person that's still as you mentioned earlier in charge of the brand for Codings pro for the remainder of 2022 and as we turn towards 2023 what's on the horizon the rest of the year? I know we've got our first ever uh, contractor conference. We've got contractor awards, which we do every year. Just what's on the horizon for you, Rebecca, and the Codings pro brand the rest of the year?
1: Yeah, those are the two big things that we're working on right now. Uh, like you mentioned, so we've got our annual contractors award program, which um, I think this is our seventh year doing it. So that's exciting. And we'll be announcing those winners at the AMP annual Conference in Denver in 2023. And then we're also doing a new conference, Codings Pro branded conference uh, this year in Tampa that's kind of going to be a part of that Uber week of all things AMP. So that will be taking place November 1 and 2 in conjunction with the Master Painters Institute Commercial Coding Summit. So we're focusing on the commercial side of, of our um, magazine. So Codings Pro does 50% commercial 50% industrial. Um, obviously AMP does a, a major portion of the industrial side. So we figured it, it made sense for us to match up with the commercial side with MPI. So we'll be doing a, a small two-day conference in um, November in Tampa this year. So that's those two are frankly enough to fill my time these days in addition to kind of helping um, ramp up Rebecca on the print side. And then we are back to normal travel again basically for conferences and trade shows so like i said we'll be in tampa in november come no i think it's january we'll be in world world of concrete in vegas the roofing expo and the amp conference again so we'll be back to travel again seeing people in person will be really nice i mean safety is great obviously that's the number one priority but it's also so amazing to be able to see people in person so looking forward to that
0: Rebecca, I think the September issue both print and online is when people will first start seeing your byline because I know you've contributed in some capacity to the content and editing and proofing and all that stuff for our print Mm -hmm. issue that's coming out in September. And then that's your uh, first case study which is gonna be coming out on the web, uh, that's September as well. So basically for people that want to see you more, uh, September is sort of the, um, the start from a content perspective, right? Yep, that's right. Awesome. All right. Well, this is where we will break things for today. I want to thank uh, Stephanie and Rebecca for joining us. And by the way, the emails for all of us, if you want to get more information, it's just firstname.lastname at amp.org, A-M-P-P So it's pretty easy if you want more information from any of the three of us to reach out. Or of course, if you want to be more involved in the magazine, perhaps you've got some materials for a project that you're working on or recently did work on that you want to submit for consideration for a case study, we'd love to hear from you. Again, firstname.lastname at amp.org. And it's Stephanie Chizik, Editor-in-Chief, Rebecca Emanuelson, Editor of Codings Pro, and then myself, Ben DuBose, News Editor for AMP Publications, both Codings Pro and Materials Performance. With that, we will wrap up for today. As always, appreciate you for listening. I want to thank Stephanie and Rebecca for stopping by as well. If you want more information from either the association or what we're doing here at CodingSpro, the easiest way to access that is online. CodingSproMag.com is the website for Pro Magazine and AMP.org A-M-P-P.O-R-G is the website for the association for materials protection and performance. Again, thanks for listening and please come back soon for another new Pro podcast. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben.